first episode of the Marketing Major podcast this season. My name is Shamile Jawed, and I will be one of your hosts. And my name is Emmanuel Ojo, and I'll be your other co-host. If you're a listener from previous seasons, this year is going to be different. We're new hosts. We're new people. We're bringing new perspectives. So we're really excited for what this season is going to bring and what's to come. So we hope that you guys are as excited as us. So what do you want to talk about? <laughs> um, we can just do a quick introductions about each of us, I guess. Do you want to start first? Oh, but that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> okay. My name is Shamil. Uh, I usually go by Sham. So you might hear that a lot during the podcast. Um, I'm a marketing major. I'm in my fifth year, really taking a while to get through my degree, but it's not a race. Should I say a fun fact? Sometimes I teach group fitness classes. They're very fun. Oh, you yeah. teach group fitness? Yeah, I teach group fitness. I recently got my uh, certification like this summer. That's I've cool. only taught a couple classes, but I really like it. How about you? Tell me about yourself. Okay, well, like I said earlier, my name is Emmanuel Ojo. Most people just call me by my last name Ojo or they call me OJ because there's like a million Emmanuels at the school. Um, so I'm a marketing major also. I'm in my fourth year. Uh, fun fact about me. That's tough, actually. I know, I don't right? Do any, I don't do anything cool like teach group fitness. Those are like um, my, that's like my least favorite question that they like do for icebreakers. It's like, what's a fun fact about you? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not very fun. <laughs> I guess or, not about me, but my family, I guess. I have a lot of, there's a lot of twins. There's like oh, three sets of twins in my family. That's cool. My dad's a twin and like my grandma had like three. There's a lot of twins. <laughs> so Just not you. Just not me. Hopefully, oh. maybe my kids, but just not me. So in today's episode, we really want you guys to get to know us best. And to do that, we've prepared a few questions for each other. So just jumping in, Ojo, what made you choose marketing as your major? Um, I'm not going to lie. It was not the first choice mm -hmm. or the second choice. Oh. <laughs> uh, like I grew up being i grew up drawing a lot i was like i would make comics and stuff like that i was that nerdy kid in school growing up mm -hmm. so that was definitely like choice number one i wanted to do like uh like design and animation actually okay. uh, but they didn't have it in alberta so i was thinking okay maybe i'll go to like ontario or toronto uh but you know immigrant parents art school not a great mix <laughs> yeah so, i feel you there so they were like nah we're not doing that so marketing was something where it's not a lot of math <laughs> and yeah. you can still be creative. So that's why I just, I don't want to say settling because I do enjoy it now that I've been in it for a little bit, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, that's why I'm here. I feel you there. The math is the biggest, like one of the biggest draws I feel like to this major or mm -hmm. to this degree, at least for me. I ended up with a marketing major. I first came to the U of A um, with a psych major, an econ minor, I really liked how I could understand how people thought. Um, and after a couple of years in psych and econ, I realized that maybe marketing would be like a weird mix of those two, like be that perfect degree. Um, so yeah, I transferred into marketing and I've loved it ever since. I definitely think that yeah, growing up, I was also really creative. 
So I'm able to be a little creative in this major while also getting to be like strategic and thinking about things from like different perspectives. I feel like that's what really drew me to marketing and what has kept me in marketing. It makes me a big advocate for marketing and joining marketing and being a marketing major. So that's why I chose marketing. Ojo, what's your best university hot take? Best hot take? Uh, business is not as easy as everyone makes it seem. Oh, we're good. We might get hate for that, but like everyone's like, oh, it's business. You're business majors. People send me TikToks on like, oh, you just do shapes and colors yeah, every day. Like you don't do anything. It's so easy. And it's like, and then I show my friends the homework I'm doing and they're like, yeah, I can't do this. <laughs> this is like, it's so confusing. I feel, yeah. I feel like I definitely get the um, finance. Do you get the finance bro TikToks? I get them all of the time. They make me, they make me laugh. But I don't know, that's me. Business is not that easy. It's not all shapes and colors. Uh, a lot of people couldn't do it. And it's, it's an important, I think it's also an important like degree also. Mm-hmm. Like, realistically any anywhere you're gonna work there's gonna be someone with a business degree yeah it's very valuable to for everyone to understand a little bit about business be it negotiation be it um marketing be it understanding how to do their finances like it's very important all the way from like a doctor's office to an actual like corporation yeah i think personal finance is like the biggest thing that a lot of people don't get because especially during COVID when everyone was like trying to get into crypto, it's like, and all this personal stuff. Yeah. So it's like personal finance is huge that a lot of people just don't take time to actually learn. And it's not like, it's not easy. How does like, it's not easy to learn how to get into stocks and stuff like that. But it's definitely important for everybody, especially in this economy when everything's so expensive. Yeah. So. so are you like really into stocks? Not really. I'm not a finance bro. I, okay, this is going to make me sound really bad. But any investment I do... It's like off of my feeling. Like if I feel a certain way towards a company, that's what I invest my money in. Yeah, I'm not like I definitely have. I have like long term investments, mm-hmm. like TFSA, yeah, yeah. like stuff yeah, like yeah. that. They just I just leave it there, and I was like, it'll just grow on its own. But like, I definitely don't have like the short. I should have got into like the GameStop and stuff like that when it was yeah. like. I wish I did because my friends did. Now they have a lot more money than me, <laughs> but uh yeah i definitely should have been more into it i don't really make like risky investments but i did invest a little bit of money into crypto before the big crash okay (laughs) and i'm like definitely in the hole better than sitting in your bank account exactly especially now like you lost some money but now you know what not to do so yeah i don't know if i have a hot like university take i feel like sometimes even marketing majors get like hard like get a hard time in business for being a little bit easier, but marketing is very important for all businesses because how do you connect a product to a person? We literally are the drivers of making sure that products get sold. Mm-hmm. If you don't have solid marketing, your entire business is gonna, isn't gonna is gonna work, really. Yeah. Especially nowadays because products are so homogenous, like so many of them they are the exact same or serve the exact same functions. A huge part of what sets each one apart is the marketing and how they make you feel and how it connects with consumers to actually sell products. 
I find Loblaws generic products, right? Mm -hmm. Just very generic and many other grocery stores also have the same generic products. But because of their marketing, you feel a certain way towards them. Do you keep up with a lot of news in marketing? I probably should more because I'm a marketing major, but I definitely don't that much. Like specifics, like I guess specific sectors like sports and tech, I do like, especially around like big product launches, but in general, not that much. Yeah. Do you? I, not as much as I should. I think it's hard to keep up with something as broad as marketing because everyone is like doing marketing all the time i follow a couple accounts on instagram that keep me up to date with like cool campaigns that are going on i always think those are cool like really eye-catching and like um kind of like guerrilla marketing campaigns so i really like to keep up with those but i definitely should be more on top of it yeah same yeah are you afraid of growing up and how the landscape will change when we graduate um a little bit yeah yeah honestly um i feel like there's a lot of uncertainty right now mm-hmm. with inflation the housing market this that and the third yeah so it's really hard to know it's hard to know how things are going to be in two years when i graduate really two years is a long time to um uh, a long time to forecast for yeah like if you would have told me in first year, in two years, I'll be, there'll be a pandemic that I won't be able to go outside and see my friends or go to school. Like I would have been like, ah, that makes like, there's no way. Right. Mm-hmm. Or Cause I thought like everyone thought, oh, it's like an extended like reading week. It'll be like a weekend and we'll be back. We'll be, it's like, a th- yeah. it's like two cases. We'll be fine. I know. I was thinking like, okay, two weeks yeah. and then I'll be back. Yeah. I was thinking like two weeks max. It'll be cool turn into two years so i have no idea um also yeah the whole idea of growing up and like no more school i gotta go get a big boy job i gotta like gotta move on with your life really Mm -hmm. so that's definitely it's only scary because you don't know really like yeah it's the unknown everyone's afraid of the unknown do you think that the marketing landscape will change by the time that you and i enter the professional world which i guess is in a year or two but how do you think it's changed from what we are learning even? Uh, I think it'll, well, it'll definitely just continue the stuff that we're already doing right now. Like the, yeah. the classes itself are already changing. Like mm-hmm. the retailing class is now retailing and e-commerce. The communications class is now digital communications and marketing, right? So I think it'll just be more, just more of that, honestly. Like I don't think we'll completely move away from the traditional like TV, print, radio, stuff like, well, maybe radio, but <laughs> I think... It'll just keep going on the things we already see. I don't think anything. And again, I could be wrong. We could watch this back in two years and I could be completely wrong. But I don't think some new revelation is going to come out in like the next year or two. Unless some major like AI breakthroughs happen. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I could see that could really change the landscape. Interesting. Do you think that COVID and the pandemic changed marketing at all? And how maybe it could have changed, like, our landscape for, like, when we enter the professional world? Uh, definitely. You see, well, a lot of businesses just went under completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people 
switched from primarily shopping in person to now being online. So I think that that fundamental shift in the majority of consumers and how they interact with brands. Yeah. A lot of time it was like, oh, you see a billboard, you see an ad on TV, you see like you're you're out shopping and like you get a free sample. Like all like that's how they the majority of people were interacting with these brands and these companies. But now it's like it's all online. The majority is online. Yeah. You get ads. Every app you have has ads. All these web pages have ads. Not Mito. I use iBlocker. Um, <laughs> but like, Stay safe out there. <laughs> but, but like, you see the majority of all these, and it's everywhere, and it's constant. Before, yeah. it was like, you could kind of dissociate and just not interact with commercial messaging if you didn't want to. Mm-hmm. But pretty much anytime you want to do anything, especially if it's free, oh yeah, they have ads. So, yeah. I think the landscape will be very like ad advertising is like it'll be a constant part of our lives moving yeah. forward and it'll be so i guess advertising as a whole will expand and it'll be a bigger there'll be a bigger emphasis on it when we graduate which hopefully you never know get that glamorous ad ad, ad agency job but who knows we'll see how has studying marketing changed the way you view and interact with the ads it has made me more empathetic towards marketers I think I it's hard because I'm hyper aware of ads now like I can very it's very easy to tell what's an ad and what's authentic and genuine I think coming from a marketing major uh, viewpoint and I think that part of me wants to be like cynical and ignore them and it makes me want to be like very critical but I think that it also um, makes me like empathetic and makes me think, oh, this company's like going out of their way to market and like how they're marketing and how they're trying to be unique. Um, I also think as a marketing major, I pay attention to more ads almost to just like draw inspiration, keep up, like always learning. I feel like as marketers, you have to be very on the pulse, very in the know so you kind of don't get the luxury of always ignoring like all the ads and all the noise that goes on in the world i feel Mm -hmm. like we have to participate and actually like listen and watch the ads even if we don't want to even if like our brain is telling us like ignore it it's noise yeah yeah how about you uh i'm definitely this a similar like i'll recognize ads way more but I'm definitely more cynical than you are in the sense that I'm definitely of trying to avoid them more or also, yeah, definitely avoid them or get around the messaging. Yeah. Be like, oh, or like, I, oh, I know I'm trying to be sold something and like, oh, yeah. I don't want to be sold something right now. Yeah. But, or, oh, I'm trying to be, or I'm clearly like clearly trying to be influenced. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's definitely like, it's definitely opened my eyes in the sense that how much there is like the sheer amount of influence and communications and messaging that we see on a daily hourly basis. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess I also am empathetic for marketers cause I'll probably be doing it myself. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I hope when I put something up, at least someone watches it or yeah. sees it. Yeah. That's the thing. And even like, cause now realistically everyone does marketing every single day, like mm-hmm. with social, like everyone has a social media account of some yeah, form. They're marketing themselves. You're marketing yourself on TikTok. You're marketing yourself on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like it also I guess it also makes it easier in that sense if you do want to do something else like if you want to if you want to just be an influencer or a content creator I guess it also does give you a little bit of a leg up yeah so 
I don't know. It's a weird, it's a very interesting dynamic. I find that the times that I really don't want to watch ads are when they come from influencers and I can tell they're trying to influence me. I think that those are the ads I try to just like ignore the most or they bug me the most. It's hard because in this world where there's so many influencers nowadays, I feel like after the pandemic, like there's a burst of influencers. And because of that, there's like a burst of influencer marketing. And it's hard to tell like what is actually genuine. Like, do you actually like that face cream that you're putting on like so nicely? Does it actually change your skin? Or are you just telling me that because you're being sold it? I don't know. I think that influencer marketing is like really hard for me to want to interact with. But other ads for sure I try to interact with. What's your take on influencers as a whole? I think that influencers are great in reaching niche audiences because they have already brought certain targets. Like every influencer has their niche. That's how they usually get big. And I think that they make the job of finding your target audiences a lot easier for um, marketers. But I also think it can feel, yeah, just disingenuous. Like as a consumer, as a viewer, um, sometimes, and I think that it needs to be very strategic because some influencers can have a lot of followers, but they don't actually have an influence over consumers. Like they can just be someone that shows up on their screen a lot. Um, they follow because they think they're pretty or whatever. But does that mean that they're actually influencing their audience? I don't know. Right now, it's really big in the marketing world to use influencers, but I think that it needs to be more strategic going forward. Yeah. yeah. How about you? What do you think? I don't know. It's weird because it's very easy to see when it's disingenuous, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And I, feel like I feel like it depends on the platform that they're okay, on. Okay, yeah. Like, um, I have no problem, I think, with like TikTok influencers because I feel that usually where it is where it feels the most genuine i feel like you think like some like some like some people you can tell when it is but yeah. usually tiktok is very um i'm gonna use the word term here digital footprint like i feel like people are yeah. very open and express a lot of their like personal yeah. things so it's like okay when i saw on tiktok i feel like it's a little more genuine just because of the nature of the platform versus when it's on like instagram i feel like it's very impersonal and you can like it feels very it feels very sponsored. It feels more that like the corporation is telling them what to say than they actually like this thing. Or also on YouTube. YouTube, you can, like, yeah. I think YouTube is the worst. But Those ad reads yeah. and, like, click, 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 skip. Yeah, like, usually they'll have, if it's just a portion within a video, mm-hmm. then it's usually not that bad. But even that one portion, okay, you can tell this is entirely scripted. This yeah. is, like, it's so, they don't really care. But I don't know. So depends on the platform. They can be good. They can be bad. Um influencer marketing is it's gonna be here forever yeah at this point yeah it's definitely it's definitely an important tool for corporations and i understand why Mm -hmm. so uh yeah i can't really say it's good or bad i feel the same about instagram i feel that instagram as a whole has become completely ingenuine and i think that because of that it's a platform that maybe marketers should spend less on um because i agree it feels instagram feels like a storefront to me now yeah. do you feel that like it yeah. just feels like amazon 
because now they have the whole don't they have a shopping tab at this point yeah they have a shopping tab you can easily shop through them like and i feel like just even the fact that i can't scroll through my feed without getting interrupted by ads or getting taken to like other pages that i don't follow it just feels i don't know it feels too pushy yeah it feels very pushy i mean i also feel like it's just I feel like it's fallen off in the sense that, like, I guess our generation and, well, the next generation is still too young, but our generation has kind of moved on from Instagram mm-hmm. as a whole as, like, because that used to be, like, the primary platform. Yeah. And now it's, like, I'd say it's really, it's, well, for a while it was Snapchat, but then. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think we kind of grew up a little bit. <laughs> then, I, I don't, I guess you could say it's TikTok, but that's not really, like, that's not a mode of inner uh, medium of interaction like instagram was definitely still interaction like yeah dms and everything like that and, and but tiktok is definitely just like influencers and thirst traps <laughs> so <laughs> really i feel like my instagram is all my feed is people getting engaged and married and pregnant and okay. like i didn't think i was at that age where that's what my feed would be full of but it is full okay. of that lately you know what you're not wrong <laughs> But, like, I think that speaks to what Instagram is now for, like, the regular person. Is It's just, like, become somewhere that you share your biggest things or, like, where you need to connect with, like, the most people. Yeah. Easily, your friends and family. Yeah. As a regular person, at least. I don't know. I also, there. I think there was a time where I liked scrolling through, like, my Explore page or, like, reels and stuff. But it's just such recycled content at this point. I. Yeah. I've seen everything that's posted on there. Yeah. Instagram just feels very recycled to me. I feel like my, my explore page, I feel like the algorithm doesn't even know who I am anymore because it's just <laughs> so, it's just completely random at this point what it shows me. Like before it would definitely be stuff that I would, stuff that was similar to my feed, but now it's just like whatever it wants to show me. Yeah. Like what are you going to engage with if we just like send it over to you? Um, yeah, literally. And it's like, I don't engage with it at all. It's for the boomers eventually. Oh. Even now, like, being a Facebook mom and, like, that whole thing. I haven't actually used Facebook in so long. Like, it's only a place that when I was working my co-op, I I had to learn how to use it. I think the only time I used it, well, I made it when I was, like, 14. Oh, yeah. The reason I made it when I was 14, not even because I wanted to use Facebook. I think I made it because you you needed to make... Uh, a FIFA account for some reason to play <laughs> to play FIFA when I was in like grade eight, so that's the reason I made it, and I never used it until first year uni when I needed to buy textbooks. I was on like Facebook Marketplace, mm-hmm. and then I had to learn to use it. Yeah, Facebook was only for like, um, like group things, needing connect to some sort of like community thing. Yeah, yeah, textbooks and stuff. I agree. Also, Facebook Marketplace is fire. Have you yeah. ever gone on there? Yes. I love Facebook Marketplace. Like, it's very different than, like, the Instagram, like, storefront and stuff. Because Facebook Marketplace, I love the things they're, like, reselling. But I love, like, eBay and Depop and stuff like that, too. So, we both talked a little bit about how we did co-ops. Yes. Um, and I think that my co-op, so my work term, was very influential to um shape kind of my perception of marketing as well as help me understand uh, what I want to do in my professional career and kind of like what route I want to take a little bit more so 
How would you say that your co-op help you understand marketing and communication or just like the professional world? Okay, so um, I doubt that whoever I worked for is going to listen to this, but <laughs> I learned nothing about marketing and communications. <laughs> really? No, yeah, it wasn't a marketing role. It was okay, more yeah. like related to my OM minor. Uh-huh. So it was, def- it was an operations role. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked from home for like i only went to the office like three or four times total really so yeah i was in my basement for eight months uh so yeah it didn't help me learn anything about marketing or communications but i guess in terms of the real world um the everyone knocks the nine to five it's not that bad it's kind of nice it's kind of nice compared compared to school maybe not compared to like being an entrepreneur or something but compared to school when you got I do homework and studying and research when I can just close my work laptop at 4:30 and not do anything for the rest of the day it's great in terms of helping me understand the real world mm-hmm. um the people I worked with like the corporate setting is a lot less scary than people make it out to be okay like people yeah. kind of seem like oh it's like the hustle and bustle whatever it was very chill very slow yeah. maybe just the industry I worked in well I I was in insurance I was working with the government yeah doing like insurance stuff like that which you think would be pretty intense like you're doing business insurance right yeah but and sure there you get you get angry business owners now and then but even most of them are chill like they have really relaxed conversations they'll ask you how your day is going like, yeah it's just a f- little quick interactions it's it's nice honestly yeah and then plus who doesn't love working from home yeah like, so I really like working from home you're also at home yeah okay. hot t- okay here's my university hot take Online classes are amazing, and I love them. Ooh, okay. Yeah, this is my university hot take. Okay. Online classes give all classes an option to somewhat be online because okay. they're amazing. Okay. But I'm a commuter, and my commute is very long, and I hate doing a 40-minute drive every single day to school. Okay. But I'm also a commuter. My commuter is like, I don't... Well, I don't have a car. I so I it's like thirty minutes on the train. Yeah. So but come on. It sucks. It sucks. But I won't lie, the the social aspect of in person classes I would miss. Mm-hmm. Especially being in business like some degrees I don't think it matters that much. Yeah. But I think for business, do you do need some form of in person to some mm-hmm. form of collaboration because Especially because we missed out on, or I missed out on my cohort year, which is when you're really supposed to like Me too. mingle yeah. and make friends. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I've definitely still like trying to meet new people, stuff like that. But yeah. Like, online, you definitely don't get that. But I won't lie, online is nice. You like taking out the commute, waking up yeah. five minutes before waking up when my lecture starts. Yeah. And then like, I feel like it was also easier. The pros were a lot more forgiving. Okay. Accepting. Flexible. Yeah, flexible. That's a great word. They're mm-hmm. a lot more flexible. They were like, oh, I know because we're online with like with the exams, with the assignments, everything, everything was open book, I swear. But the thing is, is I love open book because how much more applicable is that to your real life than having to memorize a whole bunch of things? Yes, literally anyone who has not worked a, like a corporate or real job, so to speak, like there's always like knowledge articles or resources you can use on on the job yeah ma- manuals guides like all of those yeah. things like, and eventually when you do your job enough like during my co-op yeah. eventually you just start picking up things like you just exactly remember. yeah so like the whole yeah me- closed book memorization 
it doesn't really it's not applicable at all yeah and like sure grades are cool grades are important if you want to go into grad school or something Mm -hmm. but for the average person who just wants to do their four years and get out honestly i don't want to influence bad behavior (laughs) but like it kind of doesn't matter as long as you're passing yeah i think that grades can be like good for like your own validation um and feeling confident in yourself and like feeling like you are you're doing well in like whatever if it's like a class in your major like Mm -hmm. you understand your major a little bit better Mm -hmm. but yeah grades definitely don't matter um and i feel like people put too much of a pressure on like having to get an a over a b yeah and i'm not advocating for anyone to stop trying at school i'm definitely still i'm definitely still trying and i definitely still want good grades because for my own personal validation but like it's not the end all be all it's more about your exp- it's more about the experience and what you can actually bring to the table when you go to somewhere and also your personality matters a lot more a lot like, yeah i definitely agree i also feel the nice thing about experiencing like online working in online school is we got a lot of experience of how to connect with people in kind of like difficult situations that's going to be a huge thing going forward is like uh, having someone that can connect over Zoom and having someone that can connect online. Yeah, honestly, it is. It's definitely important to know and to be adaptable because realistically, yeah. when would we ever, before that, when would we ever be like, oh, this person can join my class online? Like, mm-hmm. would, would the prof ever be like, oh, you can use Skype to Zoom? And like, no, like if you miss a lecture, you miss the notes, like too bad, right? Yeah. But now it's like every prof is like, oh, I know. If you get sick, like even if you get sick or you just can't show up that day, like I'll still yeah. have the recording. So it yeah. makes it a lot. It makes the learning experience as a whole better. I think. Yeah, I agree. And also in the real world, the nice thing is, is there is no such thing as like an individual assignment. Right. All of the projects that you do, you get to collaborate with other yes. people. And True. that's what makes them like so much better. Yeah. Different perspectives and help from other people. Yeah. Like I was well doing insurance stuff like that. If like, sure, I might be handling that specific business at that one time, but if I ever need someone to like escalate it or there's another team that does a specific thing, like I could just pass it off and handle it or they can, they can work with it and they can give it back to me then I can get back to them. Like, it's just everything, everything is collaborative. There is no, the only time you'll have an individual assignment is never. (laughs) So... So our last question is what marketing class or other class really changed our perspective, be it on our career, be it perspective on marketing? I'd say for me, it was Mark 320, which is yep. like consumer behavior like and psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really it was a really interesting class because it mixes the business and psychology world together. Mm-hmm. And also I feel like it creates a lot of avenues to other things as well because they talked about well also consumer behavior, psychology, also like using data and AI and stuff like that. So I feel like yeah. it mixed like marketing, psychology, like the business like BTM, all yeah. that stuff all together. Mm-hmm. So it's like marketing is a lot more than sh- I feel like people put it in a box. Yeah. Like like oh you're marketing you do advertising like mm-hmm. that's pretty much it but it, there's a lot more that goes into it like market research business analytics all this other stuff so it really opened 
my mind to the other aspects and other avenues of marketing besides just purely advertising. I think that's a big thing I want to discover throughout this season is just the different things that you can do with marketing and how marketing isn't just one thing. It isn't just advertisements. It isn't just the communication or it isn't just social media. It's so much more than that and it mm -hmm. incorporates a lot more. And I feel like that's a big thing that I want to discover. I would say that the class that really changed my perspective on marketing was my class with Onita. It was communication and it really shaped how I understood um, how we should be communicating and how we should be strategic with marketing and how marketing is much more than just throwing things at a wall till they stick kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot about understanding who your target is, understanding uh, what you're trying to do, understanding your goals. I feel like that was a really formative class for me. And yeah. I also love that class because I love Onita. Yeah, I'm doing it right now with Onita, actually. Yeah. So and she's definitely, I think she's my favorite prof. Yeah, she's like, don't tell anyone else. But yeah, she's definitely one of my favorites, too. so much for listening i hope you got to know me and sham a little bit better we'll be here for the rest of the season with, along with some other fun guests we have lined up so make sure you guys follow us like us on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcast and we'll see you guys next time Bye.